Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, episode... Uh, (laughs) it's been a hot Um, second episode 76 oh look at you zip that up right away it's been a hot second i feel like that's the title of the episode at this point um welcome back hi how are you hi good we've actually talked it's not like we haven't talked and we're breaking up or anything just so you guys know we were were joking not what was it just yesterday yeah Oh, we tried to record yesterday and like we got on the phone, Rowan woke up. Typical, right? Typical. This is not an uncommon story in this podcast. And um, I told Whitney we needed to have an announcement that we were breaking up and it was mutually, (laughs) it was a mutual breakup. You know, we both just, no, I'm just kidding. We didn't need to break up. No, we've, we're still best friends. We just haven't had a chance to record and that's okay. And we don't even need to talk about it because we do it every time and Mm -hmm. you know us by now. And if you're here listening, then you know us and you love us and it's fine. And thanks for still being here. I heard that. That is the truest statement. Okay. Life update. What has been going on in Whitney world? Oh my heavens. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even going back all the way to harvest because I feel like just like fresh. Okay. Fresh. Man, I don't know. December has been jam-packed. Like, I went into winter thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I li- I'm re-listening to Growing Slow by Jennifer Dukes. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not growing slow. I have a very definite hurried heart, like she talks about on there. But there's just been so much, like, holidays are coming and end of school things and book work, book work. and parade for your town. Yeah, Parade of Lights is on Sunday. And so... We're taking a tractor and dozer, and Bart is taking his truck and spray rig. So, cool. That'll be fun. You guys get the lights all done yet, or is that still a work in progress? No. Um, <laughs> they just pulled the tractor in yesterday. It's like bitter ASS cold here, 20 degrees, been windy for a week. No news story here. It's still dry. But they just pulled the tractor in yesterday, and I went and turned the heat up so that I can go out there and work on that maybe this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. We did a lighted Christmas parade last weekend too. And it was so fun. Um, we worked on it for like a solid seven or eight hours probably. And we thought we had it all together and Jordan was still working like a couple late nights right before the actual event. So it worked great though. Painter's tape is a great option if you are looking to be, I need to, I need to, I'm making a note right now because you told me that already. But so, so in our town, in our town, they haven't had a parade for Christmas, like a Christmas light parade since 2007. That's when I graduated high school. It's been a hot second. And so I kind of complained last year and in true fashion of when you complain, they're like, then you plan it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, but I'm a doer. You know, most people would be like, oh, whatever. We just won't have one. So I planned it. We're having a parade. Don't tell me you can't. Don't tell me I can't because I'm going to now. I'm going to show you. Um, That's awesome. Anything else? I mean, there's a lot else, but like anything else you want to report yeah. on? Mm, not really. No. Just working on myself in the wintertime because I yeah. do not like winter. I don't love winter either. And it's been really cloudy here. Two straight weeks of gray. I think and I saw the sunlight last night as it set. It like the clouds parted and I was like, yes. <gasps> and that's like, like gloomy and makes you sleepy and I hate it. I actually got a happy light 
from Jordan's I did too. Like the natural health, health light. Yeah. It's like a light. I haven't used it yet, but you, you know, in the morning time specifically, and it just it gives you goodness. So I actually got a red light and I'm excited to try that. I've heard good things about that. Maybe it was on Jenna Kutcher's podcast or something. I don't know. I haven't listened to a so podcast for a while. You start seeing me on the gram with a beautiful red light in my face. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> I'm just giving myself all the endorphins. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Giving myself all those summer vibes. Um, okay. You? Well, um, wow. Well, a lot's been going on with me. It's not been anything that like is super happy and go lucky, but in the same breath, like really good growth progress. Um, this is actually called the the Midwest Mental Breakdown podcast. Now, no, I'm just kidding. Midwest Farmwives Mental Breakdown. You're growing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just had some. I had a little bit of a health scare a few weeks ago, um, but come in true Kylie fashion to find out that it was while valid concerns, um, it was blown out of proportion by my anxiety. And so, hi, my name is Kylie Epperson, and I have anxiety, and I'm working on it. Um, I'm in therapy doing some work on myself. I took some time off Instagram, um, which has been really good. I don't think Instagram is the root of the problem. It for sure is not like it, this stuff. It's a time stemmed, taker though. It stems back from far, far before, but I wasn't able to set personal boundaries in a lot of ways with social media. And so it was a like contributing factor to my anxiety. So anyway, um, working through that, obviously we'll share more like as the like cards unfold. But for now, I'm good and I'm excited for the holidays. We've already had one Christmas. We had that last weekend. We have another this weekend. And then we have two more after that. Um, And we don't even have separated families. Like our families are all still married. Like we just have a ton of Christmases, it feels like. So it was like that when I was growing up. We always had four Christmases. Yeah. Sometimes we had more, but we actually celebrated this year one Christmas at Thanksgiving but Rowan and I didn't go. Yeah. Sickness. Hello. We've also been dealing with a shitload of sickness. Oh yeah. How could I forget? Yeah. We've been sick since the third week of October. Um, Mm -hmm. and and I say that lightly because it's not like everybody's been sick at once. It's one at a time. So let's say hypothetically, let's go in the age of my children. Rhett brings something home. He's sick for two or three days. Reese gets it on the last day. She's sick for two or three days. Rowan gets it. So we have a week long sickness. By the time Rhett's back in school, he's bringing home something else on the tail end of Rowan. It's just this like revolving door. revolving door. And we've had strep twice. I had the throw ups right after Halloween. That was horrible. Um, we've had RSV. Rowan had to go to the hospital. Like it was, ugh, he was fine. Not really urgent, but like still the fact that we had to take him to the emergency room was traumatic in itself. Very. Um, I think Rhett brought home influenza A and yet not all of, maybe it was just for something random because not all of us have gotten sick. Knock on wood. Yeah. Reese was home for five days with a fever. That was it. Like no nose running, no cough. She's had a fever when I was in Destin. Like, holy crap, holy. It has been constant. I know. And I keep like reiterating to myself, it's just normal sickness. That's all we're dealing with. Trying to like keep myself positive because sickness is seriously so daunting. And mm-hmm. I feel like it instantly, I mean, the minute my hear my, that my kids have sick kids in their school or their class, I'm like, oh God, no, please no. <laughs> like I already give myself like sickness, anxiety, like we're going to get it. And I'm going to start giving I you guys silver and you need thieves on your feet. I hate it. I it's like, like overtaking that. my mind. Um, it's less so now. Like I'm actually really surprised that I'm not spiraling 
with as long as we've had sickness in our house. Like usually I, when Rhett and Reese were little, I had the same concerns. I remember when Rhett was a baby, I thought he had RSV at like an eight week old. And I was like, I thought he was a month and had it. Uh, I mean, just ragey, mad, sad, scared. Um, less so now. I have, I guess, other issues. It's hard to be a mom on the rage of sickness, Aww. though. So really, to recap, we've been dealing with our mental health, dealing with <laughs> sickness, <laughs> still trying to maintain a positive vibe and still farming. <laughs> yeah, still farming, just in the off-season, doing other things. Yeah, we planted wheat this year This because we're getting... Um, we have solar panels coming in. So we planted wheat, which is new for us. We've never planted wheat before. Well, since I've been in the picture, Jordan's dad used to plant wheat years ago. Um, and we've got everything planned out, just paid for seed. That sucks. Trying to get in money, spend money, prepay, take uh, prepay chemical. Jordan, and I were just talking about that. Like, oh, we've got to bill a couple of people before the end of the year. And it's busy. It is. Never and like the, the diesel saga I'm so tired of that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like here we are trying to contract fuel when it's 550 and then the next week it goes down to 320. Like what in the actual, what, who would have ever expected it to go down that route? Like no way. No, No That's what Bart called me one day. He's like, diesel is down a whole dollar today. And I'm like, good thing. I guess we didn't contract yesterday. Well, because we they were telling everybody that we were like 25 Shortage. days from being out completely. Yeah. Right. It's, you don't know what to believe. And like, you do the best that you can with the information. Isn't that what we're doing every day? Like, we're just doing the best we can as a parent, with as a we farmer. Um, it is sad that we can't trust outside sources. And then to sometimes, to some degree, we can't trust ourselves or we feel Mm-mm. like we can't because it's like, how do I so think guess yourself? I actually think sometimes we have too much noise. Oh yeah, that's how I feel on my health journey right now. It's like I have so much information, and I'm an information sponge. Like if you want me to know something or you want me to believe something, I need information. Send me info. Um, but right now I feel like I just have like all the information, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do or believe. And I think that's how it is in all aspects of our life right now. And so, how do we drown out the noise, like you said, and like slow our hearts and our minds? And I think that's the phase of life that God is pushing me into right now. I know that it will never be slow like the old days. I guess it could be um, if I really wanted it to be, but I don't think I want it to be. And I don't think God wants me to go that slowly, but I do think that I need to pump the brakes. Absolutely. We all need to try and slow our hearts this winter as hard as that freaking is. Let's be real. It's hard. In our minds. That's the interesting part. I couldn't. And I feel, I feel like everyone needs to hear that mental health, everyone's struggling in some way. I think it's yeah, so yeah. hard to to see like high re- highlight reels and stuff and be like, oh my gosh, like, but I think Twitch, Twitch's death, like he was the happiest person ever on Ellen. And then to know that happened. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I have a couple podcasts that I'd be, if anybody has like struggling and like is Christian and is struggling with mental health, um, I have a couple podcasts that I can send to Whitney to put in the show notes, or you can just DM me and I'll like shoot them to, to you. I'll probably share them on social anyway, but um, we've got to set some boundaries in our world because no other generation has had to have so much noise mm-hmm. and information in their faces. And so when we're setting boundaries for not only ourselves, like that's what we have to get good at first. We have to listen to God. We have to listen to our hearts and our minds and listen to our bodies because I didn't even know how to do that. Um, a few well, weeks it's so ago, hard. Like, it's so hard to admit, like I'm struggling to say those no. words to someone else. It's so hard. 
It is. And people are, my, my close, my people are saying, I'm so proud of you for speaking out and, and, and asking for help. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I want all the help. Like, do you want to know my deepest, darkest secrets? Cause if you'll help me, I'll tell you <laughs> I'll, it's, it's called bartering. I'll give you my deep, dark secrets. You give me help. Um, you give me advice. Right. But I'm just that personality, right? It's okay. I feel really comfortable. And I can also see God working in me to share at some point mm-hmm. for other people. Like I got you message have to be ready and get yourself there. It was, I have to get me right first before I can do that. And so like, um, I also have to really disconnect myself from doing is worth, like from what I'm doing is my worth. Like how do I understand? And even as I was mentioning, I don't know how I feel. Um, right. I don't have, I, I would like to say before Taryn Dreeling, who does like Enneagram work, she's an Enneagram coach. I would always tell her like, Oh, I don't have feelings. And she was like, but you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, I do. I just shove them down so deep down in the dark hole of my heart. <laughs> that don't you think don't if we all knew what was actually wrong, we would fix it for ourselves, but we actually don't. Right. And so even until I really started therapy, I am feeling so much more and it's hard and it's ugly and it's scary and I've cried more and in the same breath. That's exactly what I needed. I needed mm-hmm. to know that I have feelings and that I have a heart. Sorry, I'm basically preach. I'm TED talking to you right now. Um, I'm here for it. I just think that we could all benefit from disconnection. And I didn't even fully get disconnected from the social, from social media. Cause I'm not telling you to do that, but like disconnected from whatever's causing you mm-hmm. anxiousness. Like maybe it's not social media because Absolutely. I, I, I do, you know, when I stopped posting for a couple of weeks, it's only been two weeks. Like I'm ready to come back, I think for a while. And if I'm not, then I'll stop again. But, um, I was still like enjoying seeing other people. And it just right. felt like a shift of mentality of like, I don't have to do that to be. Happy. And I know that we all know that we all know we don't have to be on social media or be showing a certain way to have worth, but it doesn't mean that we still don't have these intrusive thoughts or these irrational thoughts of like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not good enough. This is not, this is not how we do it. We can tell you 100 times over that that's true that you right. are good enough, that you are worthy. That but, it, you are, but if you don't believe it yourself, it's not going to matter. It's just like this hair test analysis. Like I know that gluten-free would probably be better for me. Or I knew that um, cutting out sugar or doing all these things, you and I both knew that. And yet could we do it without knowing that our bodies actually need it? Mm-hmm. No. And so it's until we can figure out what we need that change actually happens. And so I'm noticing that I need to slow down and I love everything that I do. And so having to cut something out is hard as hell. Okay. So you just, you just intro to, I know that you don't have much time left, but I want to tell this story. So I did start going to a church. Um, I found a church that I really love and it's been extremely good for my soul. And on Sunday, his sermon was, um, he was working with a cowboy on a pasture and he said, you know, cowboy mentality, we all think we're tough. We're so strong. You know, nothing's going to knock us down. And if it does, we're going to stand right back up. And he said, this cowboy is trying to rope a bull. And he said, I could see he was going to do it. He's a cowboy. He's going to do it. And he said, he ropes this bull. And he said, Dally's down on his saddle. And he said, the bull just gave a look. And he said, it was a look like you're going with me. And he said, that bull took off, was dragging that guy's horse. And he said, it was ugly. Like it was going to get bad. There was a big barbed wire fence. And he said, I keep a knife in my pocket. And he said, I just ran over there. And he said, I cut the rope before he got to the fence. And he said, sometimes we have to realize that the things we think that 
are good for us or the things that we think we need in our life, we just really need to cut the rope. And he said, sometimes we do it to ourselves, just like him. He was willing to hurt himself over something he thought he could do. And he said, cut the rope with relationships, with social media, with extra news in your life. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm going to make a t-shirt out of your saying. And I just went and talked to him afterwards. I'm like, that was, that was such a good sermon. And I thanked him. And he just said, there's so many things in our life that we need to cut the rope with. And he said, I hope you take that into your every, and I'm like, yes, I'm taking it with me, right. taking it with me. We're running the rat race and we got to figure yep. out. And so for us, maybe, the, maybe the, the busy is our rope and we just need to cut it. Yep. Easier said than done. It's not like we're going to go through a bunch of stuff tomorrow and be like these people who are super content with nothing. Right. That's not reality. Um, nope. Everybody's balance is going to be different. And I do actually have to take Reese to a doctor's appointment. So, yeah, we could talk. I feel like <laughs> it's like we've like lit the fire and we're like, yeah, we haven't talked for weeks. We so haven't done this in forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, we will talk to you guys sooner rather than later. Don't expect anything out of us until the new year. Let's be realistic. But we know that you guys value the podcast. We value the time together and just like it feels so good almost to get back to like the roots of what we were doing at the beginning. And I'm kind of like look aside um, of social media, right? Like we don't need that place to promote this because you guys are listeners. You share when it's time you listen. And really we just need you guys. We don't, we don't need anything else. So we value you guys. Absolutely. Later. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.